Leah. Yes. Introduce our ad. Oh. Go. Do things. Insert <laughs> <laughs> the things here. Yeah. No, friends, today we're going to plug Puro Trader because they are awesome and they support us, so you should support them. So you should go to PuroTrader.com and use our offer code JNL. And you'll get 25% off any cigars that you purchase. It's a great resource, and there's lots of other features on their website, including e-humidor functions as well as forums to read all about different cigars. And you could join Leah in her New Year's resolution and get some cigars off of Pure Trader. It is true. They are awesome. Well, I know how excited you are to watch this episode of Buffy, so let's get right into it. I like it. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of JNL Watches. I'm Josh Prime. I'm Jess Leah. And today we are watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Season 3, Episode 10, Amends. Tell me what happens this week, and try to keep your expletives to a minimum. <laughs> well, friends, it is bloody Christmas. It is indeed Christmas. Yeah, in the Buffyverse. Angel is going to be haunted by many a dreams. Yep. Which comes in the form of the first. And he's specifically haunted by people that he has killed before, but n- namely Jenny Calendar, who's back. Yeah, primarily this is a Jenny Calendar return episode. Woo! Get excited about it. Yeah, except Giles can't see her or have the shenanigans with her. No relations. It's not happening. <sighs> Very sad. We've got a lengthy previously on that goes all the way back to Jenny being killed. True. And it disturbed me a little bit because everyone looks 10 years older between season two and three. How do you season two was rough. It yeah. was a rough time. <laughs> Lots of people died. And now we're in Dublin, 1838. I know. And we're meeting. What show did you say this guy looks like? Oh, the guy from uh, the main doctor in Royal Pains. So yeah, this Royal Pains looking motherfucker is coming through <laughs> and he's about to get eaten by evil angel. Who has the worst wig I've ever seen. There's bad wigs, there's bad accents, there's oh, bad fake snow. It's right. bad. Because he's supposed to be in Dublin and Irish and it just doesn't work for me. No. His mustache. Oh. Let's oh. talk about this mustache. Could he be in Buggy Nights? <laughs> oh my gosh, he totally stash? could be. This angle, it looks like, does he also have the little chin hair? Oh, oh he my does. God. That's awful. What is that called? The colloquial term is flavor saver and it's disgusting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that means. <laughs> It's uh, gross. Uh, Absolutely wait. disgusting. Oh, I wrote down. Angel could use the line, come over here. <laughs> come over here. <laughs> oh, it's bad. Yeah. He wakes up in his, what appears to be full-sized, possibly twin-sized bed. Does he have a twin? <laughs> his bed is very small. It's very small. You he would think he could bed. have like a California king being in California and living <laughs> in a giant ass mansion. In a giant concrete mansion. So we're walking by the espresso pump and we've got the guy ringing the bell. I hate the fucking bell ringers at Christmas. You know, I have seen them less though. I hate them. I do too. They make me like feel very sad for me not donating. <laughs> I don't feel sad about it. I feel violent. Oh, that's fair. I feel... Like a visceral reaction? Like that Well, because they hate the gays. Okay. I don't know if you knew that. But any of those bell ringers, they're ringing the bell to hate the gays. Oh. They might not be saying it because they don't get a lot of money that way. But they definitely don't like them. Buffy is carrying a gift right now. Okay, but did you see how it's wrapped? It's like black and white and looks very sad. It's very... Remember when Angel wrapped a bunch of roses and sent them to her that time? Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. This very sad, meant-to-be-scary gift. Well, who's she buying for? She says her friends. Apparently Just she got one? them shoes. Oh. <laughs> looks like a shoebox. It does. Yeah, but like... 
It's only one box, so one she's set? in the middle of shopping. Oh. She was she already bought the one gift. She said she has to get to the magic shop before it closes. So Willow's getting something magical in oh. nature. Or maybe she's buying Xander something magical. I don't know. Maybe the, the decoupage boobs from last week. Good. Or two weeks ago now. Buffy could be buying something that'll fix her hair. Yeah, what the fuck <laughs> happened? <laughs> Her bangs are just wispy and short and that's, awkward. That's one of those haircuts where you sit down in the chair and you tell them, like, I want to look like this picture. And they do something else. And you're like, what the fuck picture did you look at? It's like, I want to be the Rachel. And that that's not the Rachel No, there. it's bad. It's it's bad. Very What bad. is she going to do? I don't, she has these tiny little wispy bangs now. It's going to take her 24 years for those to grow out. I know. They're at that point, absurd. If you were styling Sarah, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Sure. At what level would you say your hair looks great? I mean... <laughs> If I, okay, so here's the question that I have. If I'm the hairstylist and I'm cutting those bangs and they get to that level, which is objectively stupid. Yes. There's no way those are good bangs. No. Do you just cut them completely off and pretend like it didn't happen? Yes. And then six months later, she's like, what the fuck yes. are these tiny little baby hairs on my forehead? That's what I would do. I would just pretend I didn't know anything about it and just shave off that like inch and a half of hair. So this one time, my friend in high school let me cut her bangs. I sense badness afoot. And it was during that time period where side bang were like the thing that was in. I could um, rock a side bang. You really could. Don't let me cut them for you. Because I, I cut them. shit right now. They did not match. One was like up by her eyeball and like one was like down by her cheekbone. That's fixable at least. Yeah. So I fixed them but they're just like a little too short than she wanted them. Anyway, long story short, one of our friends from high school, who turned out later on to be gay, complimented her, and I was like, this is validation. Yeah, you're like, now I can be a hairstylist. Yeah! And that started your career in cosmetology? It did, it did. Just like Buffy's hairstylist in this episode, that did not start start her career. No closeted gay men were like, good hair! Yeah. No. (laughs) No, they were not. No, (laughs) ma'am. Not even a little bit. I'm trying out a side bang right now. You are. It you looks. Can do it. it looks good. It's a good look. Yeah, you just have to like cut it. Right I definitely feel like Carmen San Diego a little bit. Oh, it's a I good part see, too. I could see it. I could see it. Okay, yeah. so we've got a lot of fashion to talk about right now because uh. Xander is wearing some kind of dragon shirt. Willow yep. is wearing some Ed Hardy tattoo print, and Buffy's bangs. This is where okay. we're at. But also, Buffy's wearing a black shirt with butterfly sequined thing on it. And yes. you know how I feel about butterflies. I don't understand them. They used to be caterpillars it's nobody has caterpillar shirts you never no. see a caterpillar on a shirt <laughs> there's a ever. fucking butterfly always and i have okay so what is happening with willow i am sensing problems she has a skin tight very busy shirt yes that is long sleeve mm-hmm. super super skin tight she looks like she should eat a sandwich or two and then yeah. her pants are so big they're like at least two sizes too big for her Yeah, it looks absurd. Also, this high school has an inordinate amount of Christmas trees for a public institution. Snowflakes was as much as far as it could go. Yeah. Yeah. There's a Christmas tree in the student lounge area. Later, we see a Christmas tree in the library. Everything is red and green. There's a lot of poinsettias about. Also, my school didn't, my school was a Catholic school. So, those are the people that would do like Christmas. Yeah. No decorations. There's garland hanging fucking everywhere yeah. in this school. Yeah, we weren't allowed to decorate anything. Certainly no. A hundred bucks worth of garland hanging from every fucking surface. By the way, Cordelia's here. Yes. And she's being a bitch. Yeah. But I mean, acceptably. She's still damaged. Yeah, I would be a bitch. Too. Actually, I wouldn't engage. That her, would be my thing, but... Her stomach wound is very healed at this point. I know. She seems fine. I don't understand. <laughs> I would be... Looking disheveled for months. 
Like you were just impaled. You were impaled? Yeah. Literally. <laughs> How many people can say they were impaled and not be saying something dirty? Right. There's like no people that can say that right. except for Cordelia. Oh, here comes Oz, who's willing to let them be a couple again. Yeah. And he's wearing a yoga shirt. It's Some um, kind of yoga. It's a very small symbol on the shirt. He's just very into it. How but- appropriate. They have been broken up for one full episode. I know, you had to remind me. One full episode it's they've true. been separated. And yes. they're already getting back together. Okay. Oz is the worst. I have many... No, I really like Oz. You like him because he is in love with Willow. Yeah. And you are Willow, and therefore you're like, oh, a person who loves me unconditionally, even if I mack on my disgusting best friend. Yeah. If you're dating somebody, don't expect them to continue dating after you kiss me. It's just not... (laughs) That's going to be the test. If you like... Listen, one episode later. Yeah. (laughs) We can only date if you're okay if I continue to make out with Josh Prime. Josh Prime and I have made out. Yeah. His partner got impaled. (laughs) And now we're going to become best friends again. Like, no. Inappropriate. Okay, so right now, friends, we are in an empty classroom. Sure. And Oz is... Declaring his love for Willow, as he does. Why are we in an empty classroom? Where are the teachers? Yeah. Where are the hall monitors? Does no one work at this damn school? We've got Snyder and Giles. Yeah. Doesn't seem like there are any other teachers who aren't currently deceased, like Jenny Callender. Correct. Unacceptable. They just wander in to have a private conversation. Right. There's absolutely some teacher who's trying to grade in this room right now. Shouldn't they be in class themselves? Yeah. Or like Uh, study hall? Is this the three minutes they get between periods to have this deep conversation? Right. and a healthy hug. Yeah, she yeah, looks ridiculous. Her pants are absurd. Make a help. Yeah, this no. is upsetting to me. It's very upset. The whole thing is ridiculous. Maybe they've already had a lengthy hallway conversation, and now we're in this room. Right. Anyway, we're at the Christmas tree farm Woo-hoo! with Buffy's no bang situation. Yep. And Joyce. Joyce is here. Joyce's bangs look great, as Her always. Her hair looks great. Her outfit is great. This is when Joyce uh, nags Buffy to invite Faith to... Yes, not interested in Giles being invited. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Buffy's like, what if we invited Giles? And she's like, no. Yeah. She doesn't want to spend his evening with a bunch of girls. There's no cop cars around. Right. So they're like, going to hang out. Oh my god, how amazing would it be if Joyce's like, fine, just ask him if he'll round up a, car, a cop car real fast. <laughs> Tell him not to speed on his yeah. way over. Like, oh, oh my god. just the worst. Yeah, no, she's very uninterested. She doesn't want to inadvertently send any signals to Mr. Giles. Why couldn't... Okay, Joss Whedon, who's listening to this our show. This is a formal question for Joss. I can tell by the way you leaned in. Yeah. I would like to know why Joyce and Giles couldn't have had a side affair. They did have a side affair. Okay, more than once. Oh, okay. Yeah, like a continuation. Um, they had sex twice on that cop car. Okay, more than twice. <laughs> Dozens like, of times. throughout the years, up until... Yeah, no, yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I don't understand either. Yeah. I'm just saying it could have been a fun, like, underground thing that was happening on the side. On the side. We had to put up with Angel and Buffy for so long. Just saying. Okay. Mm-hmm. One, who are you drinking to this week? This has been so far. Yeah. Uh, Jenny Calendar. Jenny Calendar. Well, then yeah. I'm going to pick Angel. Okay. In your plot summary, mm-hmm. I think you only mentioned the fact that Jenny's here. I don't think you actually <laughs> talked about the plot at all. Do we... <laughs> I just want to put it out there. You're slacking on your job because I don't think I know anything more about what's happening in this episode as a result of your summary. Okay. Jenny's here, friends. Um, Okay. We already knew that. You said that already. (laughs) We find out that uh, Angel's being haunted by the first, who is this evil demon and something. something Big bad evil who's bad and evil. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's good summary. Yeah. And the first is going to get Angel to try to kill himself because Angel, in short, doesn't want to kill Buffy. Yeah. So the first brings him back to kill Buffy, and then when he won't do it, wants him to kill himself. Mm-hmm. Rather convoluted plan from the first, but that's fine. Can um, we talk about Faith for a second? Oh, of course. Buffy is hanging out at Faith's house. Incidentally, Buffy's bangs are gone. Not sure how that happened. Yeah. Her terrible bangs have vanished. Did she just, like, gel them to her other hair? Oh, it might just be a gelling situation. Her hair looks super helmety this week. Yeah, because she has to gel down her bangs that are terrible. Meanwhile, Faith is doing a cross-arm look super against Buffy ever since there. That instance they came blows. True. Two weeks ago. True. But Buffy invited her to Christmas dinner. Well, actually her mom did, but Buffy's the messenger. Yes. Buffy was actually super against it. But, you know. Meanwhile, Giles is at home alone. Does Giles have, like, parents... Or family? family of any like kind. A brother? Nobody. What if he had a twin brother? Oh my god, an evil twin, twin brother. brother hugged up with Joyce. <laughs> oh, maybe that's what ha- happened. Oh, I like this plan. <laughs> oh, I forgot the best part. So Angel Friends is now visiting Giles at home and is going to ask Giles for help. But if, as you know, Angel was the one that killed Jenny Calendar, the love of Giles' life. So Giles, of course, wants to help Angel. Yeah, he's super open and amenable to helping. Doesn't want to shoot him with a crossbow or anything. No. So he's going to not invite Angel in right away and instead leave to go get his crossbow. Yeah. Also, I'm noticing this time that Giles is wearing suspenders I wrote off them his down. shoulder. Suspenders. That's literally the only thing he wrote down for Giles. So he got home from a busy day of librarying and just put his suspenders down. Didn't put on sweats or anything. Just like... Yeah. Released his suspenders from his shoulders. Yeah, let's uptake. I've never worn suspenders. No? No. They're fine. They look fun. I mean, sure. They just hold your pants up. They serve a practical purpose. Like a belt? They are very belty, except they don't go around your waist. They clip to your pants. And because they're elastic, they scooch everything upward. Like up, up? I mean, depends on how tight the suspenders are. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to get some pants all up in yourself, you put it real tight. If you don't, then you leave it normal. I have worn suspenders before. My fear with suspenders is always that I'm going to do it too tight and that the clips are going to go and I'm going to lose an eye. Yeah. It's going to snap and go, bam, right in my eyeball. Not what I want. Uh, Jenny's here. Yay, but Giles can't see her. No, Giles looks right through her. Hey, Jenny. Also, hi, Angel. Angel's hair, I can't. It's better than the last time we saw him, but still spiky and weird. It's just the worst. Everybody's hair right now. I have so much hair thoughts. Also, I think Giles is sporting a Ralph number. A what? A Ralph Lauren. Oh, a Ralph Lauren? (laughs) You bougie fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I grew up in the Wasp Nation. I know. Get together. (laughs) So now we're flashing back to some Victorian looking place. I know. I really want to go to a Victorian party. People don't just have that laying around though. That's like an event. I know, but I want to go to one. Then I can wear a corset and a dress. You can wear a corset anytime you want, girl. Mm. Just throw a corset on. Do it on. Do it tomorrow. Just a, it's a normal Thursday. <laughs> just corset day. <laughs> I had to get one first. That's true. So he's got the creepy molester stash again. I know, and his hair is down now, not pulled back. They definitely are shooting around his hair this time, though. We're only seeing top of the eyebrows down instead of that hairline because of how terrible it is. It's. Not good hair. It's, it's also not. so dark. Yeah. The lighting is low to keep the hair hidden. Oh my god. It's so carpety it's and terrible. So thick. Yeah. It's bad. And I feel like people in Victorian times, the men, did they have hair like this? Was long hair a thing? Not I, a single other dude at this party has long hair like his. I thought they wanted the white wigs for some reason. This, I think this is post-white wig time. Oh. 
But I just don't feel like anyone else at this party has this hair. No, because they don't. And he's going to eat this girl. Aww. Oh, he still has the flavor saver. That's so gross. Next time I meet a human with a flavor saver, that's all I'm going to say to them. Just... <laughs> Why do you have a flavor they, saver? They come up to flirt with you and you just put your finger up, flavor saver, and then walk away. <laughs> oh my god, do I have permission to do that in real life? Please. Okay. I encourage it. Okay. Just like I encourage a hair flip with a boob touch. I gotta practice. Flip. Okay, listener. Soon. When you do a hair flip, it comes with a boob touch. I don't, we need to have a pull. I don't think it does. It does. You flip the hair, and then the hand comes around, touches the shoulder, down through the boob to the floor. That's how it goes. But why am I hair flipping in the first place? Because you're being flirty and gross. I don't normally hair flip. Like, sometimes I'll, like, do it like this. Okay, that just makes it look like you're trying to get rid of lice. She's just putting her hair in the back, hand in the back of her head and shaking up her hair. No, you don't do a hair flip when you're trying to touch, touch a guy. <laughs> you don't do... <laughs> You don't do a hair flip when you're trying to get a guy's attention? <laughs> no, I try to hide. I mean, that's... That's usually my go-to tactic. That's not how to get a guy's attention. Hiding. Yeah. <laughs> if your tactic, when successful, means nobody talks to you, that's not a technique. That's <laughs> not how it works. If you want to get a guy's attention, you do, like, a little hair flip, perhaps an aggressive blink. Oh, uh, like, are you talking, like, we're at a bar, like, across the way? Sure. I engage? Yeah. But what work are you doing? What weight are you pulling in this relationship? You're just waiting for them to come to you? Yeah. That's not appropriate. You need to do something as well. (laughs) Man, why? Because that's how you get from boob touch to somebody touching your boob. People are the worst. That's true. They should just know that Just Leah has arrived. (laughs) Just Leah has arrived. Your entrance music has played. Everybody has slowed down. (laughs) There's good lighting. Yeah, I don't hear you. Yeah, I can sign some... Above the boobs? Just a boob signature? Just yeah. a big old boob sig. Just gonna carry a Sharpie in my back pocket. You should. <laughs> Next time somebody comes up to you, oh my god, I wish I had the balls to do this. Somebody comes up to talk to me and I just go like, what do you got? And sign it and then send them on their way and then like act like that was a reasonable encounter. Can you please do that at quiz? Yeah, somebody comes up to me and instead of engaging, you just like, what, gimme, and then sign it and then move away like, I don't have time for this shit. Yeah. I think that'd be fucking hilarious. Yeah. I think that's how famous people would come famous. They just start doing that and other people go like, he must be serious. Right. I'm gonna frame this in my house. <laughs> Man, I gotta practice my nom de plume signature. Can we talk about the idea of getting an autograph? Okay. What about What that? is the point of that? I don't really know. I don't really want a piece of paper with someone's scribbled shit on yeah. it. What is the <laughs> point of that? <laughs> And then, like, celebrities, like, I have a bunch of celebrity pictures people have signed the portrait. Yeah. Which is, like, fine, whatever. But under normal circumstances, you just ruined that picture. <laughs> Fucking wrote all over it, you loser. Like, what is happening? Where did this come from? I'm- Listener, who invented the idea of an autograph? Yeah, instead, I would like someone to write me a, a very special note. Yeah. Or just, like, don't idolize other humans who sometimes yeah. have terrible bangs, like Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> But if we didn't idolize other humans, how would they become famous and noteworthy? Precisely. If we stopped, then it would just leave room for us to become famous. Oh my god, listener, this is how we become famous. This is it. You'd just be like, fuck that noise. So everybody is helped. We've like lost, we've lost the thread. Everybody oh. is now helping to research Angel. Yeah. 
including Xander with Xander. his terrible sweater. His sweater has a pattern on the back of it. Since when do sweaters have back patterns? Exactly, because it looks like from the front a normal, nice V-neck brown sweater. With a green shirt underneath yeah, it. Yeah, which the color combination works for Xander. But then you turn around and it's like rice flower, red writing. Yeah, blah. I do have a problem with the shirt he's wearing under it, though, because it's got white trim going across the clavicle. I don't understand why. I did not pay that much attention. Yeah, you gotta look. Look closely. It's weird. I want to announce that during the last podcast episode, see it? See the little clavicle oh, lines? Yeah. During yeah. the last podcast episode, we talked about our metal band name, Aggressive oh, Leprosy. We did. And at shop.spreadshirt.com, we now, uh, slash JNL watches, yeah. we now have Aggressive Leprosy shirts available for purchase. Everyone needs to get one. If you'd like to be a supporter of Aggressive Leprosy, you should absolutely go to shop.spreadshirt.com slash JNL watches, purchase yourself an Aggressive Leprosy shirt. Yeah. Also then, research what leprosy is, because I definitely need to. Leprosy is when you get ill and parts of your body break off. I know, but I still don't, like, again. Jesus than, cured a lot of lepers, it was the thing. Other than armadillos, like, how do you get them? I think you encounter other lepers. There actually used to be a thing where they would put all the lepers on the same, like, island, because they were like, we don't want to catch it. What's a leper? person who had leprosy. Oh. <laughs> oh. You can catch it from other people? Well, yes. Like, most diseases. <laughs> What kind of question is that, Leah? <laughs> <laughs> Cannot even deal with you right now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I went to school. <laughs> Apparently they didn't teach about leprosy at all. I guess that was a Catholic school thing, because, like, Jesus cures a bunch of lepers in the stories. Okay. Because they would go to colonies and stuff. What is happening on the show right now? Oh, okay, so uh, we are looking at Angel right now, and he is being, again, haunted by different forms of people that he's killed, including the maid flashback that we saw. Yeah, and some random white dude that we didn't know before. Yeah. I feel like I would much rather see Angel be haunted by people we know he's killed. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I'd like to see much more of Jenny Callender. Mm-hmm. You know who I'd like to see that would be a deep cut? Smoker Girl that he inhaled the first episode of oh, Evil. Oh, yeah. Like, let's see her. Let's see Drusilla. Let's see other people. Like, I just wish we had seen people we actually have seen him kill on the show more. And the fact that it's always Jenny, yeah. I need more variety. I kind of wish that uh, Darla wasn't in it, too. And I know that she killed him, but, like... She could be in good appearance. Yeah, yeah. Just saying. This could be a curtain call for a bunch of people. What about Spike? How did he get sired? He got turned by Drusilla. That reminds me of the fight I had on the Facebook page. Did I tell <gasps> you this? You had a fight? Ugh, it was rough. So, somebody on the Buffy fan page on Facebook... Okay. ...asked why people don't like Season 7, because they liked Season 7. And I was like, I am comfortable answering that question mm-hmm. for you. So I wrote out my answer, and it had, like, 97 points, because season seven is hot garbage. And one of the points talked about a plot continuity error in which in School Hard, the season two episode where we first meet Spike, he refers to Angel as his sire, which is the term for when you're turned into a vampire. Right. Something that they then later change when they decide to make Drusilla Spike's sire, and they show that happening in the show. Okay, keep going. Yeah. So I wrote that one of the reasons that I dislike season seven is that they ignored this continuity error and, like, changed some storyline around to make it fit. And people, like, really came for me 
and were mad. They were like, you know, you can't say that this isn't canon. It happened in the story. It's canon. And I was like, well, somebody actually sent me a script from an Angel episode as proof that what I was saying was wrong. And I was like, Angel came out after this line about how Angel right. was his sire. And everybody was like, well, you know, you can't. They, his character was planned to be killed off and da 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 All grid points. Yeah. Doesn't change the fact that this was said in the fucking show. It was no. really annoying. I finally just deleted my post. Yeah. Sorry if you're listeners. <laughs> We still tolerate you. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't come for me unless I send for you. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think Spike might have said that, though? Because, so Drusilla technically turned him. Sure. But Angel turned her. No. Okay. They said it because they hadn't thought about who turned him yet. Oh. Which is fine. Yeah. That's okay. That's totally fine. But let's not pretend that didn't happen. That happened. They changed the thing they had said. Yeah. And the excuse of, oh, they hadn't figured out the character yet is reasonable, but doesn't change the fact that the story changed. They changed an element of the story. Huh. It also really bothered me because I gave what I thought was a very well-reasoned explanation of why I didn't like season seven. And rather than acknowledge the reasons I didn't like season seven, we instead harped on this one. And I was like, that doesn't actually address the original poster's question. So we just missed this. But, oh, what's happening? Uh, Angel was dreaming and so was Buffy about them having sex together. Oh, they together. shared a dream. Yeah. That was real weird. And this is where Nintendo Calendar is like, you're going to kill Buffy. You want to touch her. You're just going to kill her. Use that to your advantage. Both work. Both work. Okay, team. I want to point out that this episode is coming out very near Valentine's Day. (gasps) And as we approach our commercial break, we are going to have some Valentine's Day Oreos to taste. They even say love, comma, Oreo. That's it. So, team, we're going to take a quick break, listen to this word from our sponsors, and when we come back, we'll tell you all about these love-themed Oreo. And finish amends, which we've paid super close attention to so far. We have. It's been a great podcast. All right. We'll see you soon, team. Okay, Leah. Yeah. We have just spent the past 25 to 30 minutes definitely not talking about the show. You know what I need right now? A cigar. Fucking cigar. (laughs) Just a a big honking cigar. Listen, it has been a long week. Yeah. And this episode does not make it any easier for us. No, it's real sad. He's all depressed and stuff. I know. Not time so, for this. what we're going to do on this commercial break, as well as eat delicious Oreos. Yes, we're eating them right now. We're going to go to www.purotrader.com, use our offer code JNL. That's right. We're going to use their eHumidor function and look up some cigars that we can purchase and add them to our cart. That's how shopping works. Yeah. yeah. And get them sent to us. And then we can enjoy some cigars. Absolutely. We can we can smoke some cigars, eat some love Oreos, yeah. and just have a gay old time of it. I'm going to make uh, smoke rings out of heart shapes. I think that is physically impossible. <laughs> <laughs> they do it in Puppy Le Pew. That's a cartoon. I know. <laughs> it's going to be dead. It is much easier to make smoke rings that are shaped like hearts. In cartoons. Also, the phrase smoke ring implies that it's not heart-shaped. <laughs> it's right there in the name, ring. Damn it. <laughs> it's right there. All right. Have you ever seen the guys who do uh, the vaping and make the big clouds of smoke and stuff? No, but I need to YouTube this. Oh, it's an experience. If you could do that with cigars, that would be quite the achievement. Okay. I think you should get to work on it. All right. But for now, we should definitely get back to paying close attention to what's going on in amends. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. <laughs> Okay, Leah, I yes. we're back. We are. And I want us to focus. I feel like okay. we have spent a lot of this episode not talking about it. <laughs> and I think it's important that we talk about what's... Oh, we are doing a podcast about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You know, it says something if we're not talking about the episode. 
<laughs> no, we, we need to okay. talk okay. about the episode. I am committed. So tell me about these Oreos. <laughs> well, friends, this week, Josh Pride and I had Love, Oreo, the Valentine's Day themed. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> I like our tradition of always celebrating it together. <laughs> <laughs> We're very good at that. Yeah. They are the Valentine's Day themed uh, Oreo flavor. Sure. And they are chocolate Oreo cracker with pink frosting. Yes. And, and I was ready to be angry. You were. Why? Because I'm used to their themed holiday Oreos mm-hmm. just being regular Oreos with different colored frosting and different uh-huh. writing on the cookie. That's fair. So I was all ready to be angry. And are you? Yes, but for different <laughs> reasons. <laughs> so friends, the Oreos that are Valentine's Day themed... Uh, definitely have a flavor. They have a flavor. <laughs> if that isn't clear, I need you to understand. They are not your regular old ordinary Oreos in pink. No. There is a flavor involved. I still have the flavor in my mouth. and I don't It's know never how leaving. Yes. It's never. This is your yeah. mouth now. Uh-huh. This is how it's going to be. It was odd. I think that's a good way to describe it. It's kind of like lemon but orange. It's orangey lemon. I think it's close to the little minty hearts that you get at Valentine's Day times. What word did you just use? Minty. Yeah. But they're not mints. They're just like that texture of mint. Yeah. That like chalky, disgusting. Not like the mint like brushing your teeth. Not the same. But here's the thing. I don't like not knowing what flavor I'm eating. I know. That bothers me. Like the mystery flavor was marketed as such. And I was prepared for that. Not to mention I was sitting here with the savant who could tell me exactly what it was three seconds later. But like, I need to know what it is I'm eating. When I'm eating something, I'm just like, this is just weird. It's it's labeled as sweet and tangy. And it does accomplish both of those adjectives. Yeah. But like, I really thought it was going to be a sweet tart. Yeah, you were ready for this. The smell of it definitely was Ooh. unique. It was... That's-, <laughs> That's something you want to hear about your food. It smelled unique. <laughs> Next time you're at a restaurant, yes. tell the waiter, this smells really unique. Can you ask the, ask the, the chef to Me? make something a little less unique? Between the lines <laughs> on that one. Oh, so it was not my favorite. No. It I was... think uh, if they wanted me to love Oreo, that was not the... <laughs> The flavor. Yeah. Oreo should do some more hair flips and yeah. boob touches. It's not ready. Oh, market research. It's good that we've been talking about how to flirt so much, considering this is the Valentine's Day episode. I know. Man. Just saying. All right. I got to put this into action. I think you could copy my boob touch. I think okay. I've got it. If I were a woman, I think I'd have game. All right, fun. Friends, between <laughs> now and next Wednesday, I will put the boob touch to action, and I yeah. will report back on how that's going. Honestly, for men, any acknowledgement of your boob <laughs> is going to be a positive for them. So, like, if you're, like, into your boobs, they're into your... They're already into them. So, if you're, like, touching them, that's permission to be into your boobs. No! Just saying. Gross. <laughs> gross, gross. Are you not into boobs? I mean, your own. Other I mean, people's... Mine are fine. I don't really care about other people's. <laughs> other people's boobs can do whatever they want. Yeah. We have to focus, again. Okay, okay. we are at Willie's Bar. We're at Willie's Bar. It's Christmas. There's a lot of decorations. For a bar, this is very well decorated. And it's like the middle of the day. Yeah, and all these vampires leave when Sarah Michelle Gellar shows up. They think that she's going to... She's like, bringing the party. Everybody's like, oh, fuck. And they get up and leave. I have a question. I have an answer, maybe. Is Willie's Bar like the... Like in a war zone, there's like an area that you like... Like base? And tag? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know yeah. war. I know <laughs> children's oh, games. yeah. 
Like, beef. Like, everyone's safe. Like, you're not gonna... Um, I think Buffy is okay with killing people there, but she's there for information not to start a fight. Okay. I feel like the more I learn about the demonic underground in any show, huh? the more irritated I am in it. Why? Because I don't need to think about vampires hanging out at a bar and socializing. Mm-hmm. That's not what I want. And I think uh, a lot of sci-fi horror shows do this. Like, I don't want to be too intimately aware of what the bad guys do when they're not being bad and plotting. Really? Well, yeah. I kind of like the subtext of knowing what evil beings do on the regular basis. No? Well, I think the problem with that is that you're humanizing your bad guys. And when bad guys are more humanized, they're less frightening. Okay, so you want, like... Evil. Yeah, I guess I'm, I'm. I guess I'm not pleasable. But like, <laughs> we have to move on from this for a quick second because he's decorated the outside of his bar with garland. Yeah. Everybody seems to have the exact same sparkly garland. Have you yeah. noticed that? Did they all go to Staples? It's almost as if one set designer bought a shit ton of garland oh. and put it in every fucking set they were at this week. Also, he's got so many kegs outside of his establishment. Yeah, I think they're empty. Why? In the dumpster that's two feet of. Like, away. Also, if it's a demon bar, how many kegs of beer are they realistically going through? I mean, if you're a demon, what does it matter? Aren't you drinking the blood of innocence or something? Does know. he have blood on tap? Is that a thing he's oh, got going on? Oh, that would be kind of fun. Oh, so now we get to see <gasps> Oz and Willow not have sex. Hey, we don't know this yet. Look at Willow. <laughs> she is primed. She Willow. is wearing a low-cut red dress. <laughs> she the, has the come hither look. <laughs> I have never seen somebody look more uncomfortable on a couch. I know. Like the way she's seated. <laughs> she's got her legs in such a pose and her arm is doing that like, I don't know what to do with my arm, yeah. so I'm going to just rest Great. it. It's just This is just casual. This is just how I sit. Oh. This is how I lay on couches. It's the worst. Also, it's weird to me that she didn't like get up to open the door. No, because she needed to be in position when he walked in. Oh. In case he wanted to run over and ravage her. Oh. You know. Did you ever watch New Girl? I find her abhorrent. Yeah, That's- me too. <laughs> but there's this one great episode where Tay Diggs stars, and he's like super sexually into the main character, Jessica Day, that you hate. Yeah. And there's this great... So, problems, yeah. but continue. So there's this great scene where he's trying to get her into bed, and he's just like awkwardly laying there nude, rubbing the sheets that are silk. Warming them up for her? <laughs> yes. Hilarious. What? <laughs> That's essentially what Willow's doing. Willow's here. like warming the couch. It's yeah. true. I like how he stands up and he says it's like a gesture, and then she stands up with him and he goes, We should sit down again. <laughs> <laughs> Such a weird move. Also, is this Willow's house? I guess, but Willow? we never have seen other than her bedroom, so Willow's it's hard to say. parents have a lot of curtains. Have you noticed that? Also, Willow's parents are just okay with her chilling in the living room like this? They're not in town. She mentioned that earlier. Oh. What's with the funeral parlor curtains? Help me understand. I mean, the 90s were a difficult time <laughs> for all of us. <laughs> it was just rough. Also, I don't mean to be mad about Willow's dress here. But what's happening with her left boob? Uh, Let me see. See that line? What's going on there? There's an extra little like tightness that's causing her to have the double boob situation. It could be a bra thing. It could be a dress. Just how it's She's sitting there. They have a person whose whole job is to make sure that her boobs look fine. Yeah. What was that person doing this week? Maybe she has cutting Buffy's hair. (laughs) That's also true. It's not good. But she could have two different boob sizes. It's true. So once again, Oz does the lovey dovey like I'm not ready to have sex with you. But we can at least make out a lot. We can make out. God, he's just so fucking obnoxiously good to her to the point of ridiculousness. Yeah. 
I don't like it. I'm not saying that I deserve it, but... Yes, he's so amazing because he's not a human. Yeah. There is nothing believable about the way that Oz exists in the world. Joyce just asked Buffy if Angel and Star should be on top. But the way she said it was, so Angel's on top again? Yeah, and it was amazing. It was. Faith is here. So Faith is here to celebrate the holiday because the totally real party she was going to right. turned out to be less fun than she thought. Did she come empty handed? I don't know. No, remember. she bought some stuff at a gas station. Aww. And she refers to the gifts as crappy on multiple occasions. Aww. Yeah. Also, again, I feel like Buffy's overdressed in this red velvet. It's crushed velvet thing. again. There's a lot of crushed velvet. It's just the thing. I feel like that's just the thing that you wear in the 90s. I just want to put out a fact. We made it through about 40 minutes of this episode before we realized we didn't have the subtitles on. <laughs> Like, wait. We're not very committed to this yeah. particular episode. <laughs> we might not be the most journalistly, journalistically honest folks right now. It's true. We don't like this episode. Correct, but at least I took notes. You took you pages drew of notes. Driblets. I drew blood drops on the Buffy yeah. logo rather than take notes on this train wreck. We have to take a picture because it looks really good. This is a Joss Whedon episode, and I just find it to be extremely weak. Because it's all about Angel and how he's the worst. It's that is definitely true. I did read an article, Zulu sent us an article. That was about this episode and how if you look at it through the guise of the movie It's a Wonderful Life, uh-huh. that it is a more powerful, potent episode. I've never seen It's a Wonderful so Life. The idea of It's a Wonderful Life is that a man is so distraught and depressed that he almost throws himself off of a bridge. And then an angel visits him and lets him see what the world would look like without him in it. And, of course, over the course of the movie, he realizes what an impact he's had on people's lives. Mm -hmm. And so the article is really about Angel is getting an opportunity to see what the world looks like without him in it. And that he winds up wanting to kill himself, essentially. And talks about it in this deep, dark kind of way. And while I would love to appreciate that, because I do love a reference, you know this about me, I just can't get past the limitations of this and some of the limitations of the story. Biggest of which being, I don't know why Angel is back. This is the episode to explain why Angel is back. Do I know why he's back? No. No. We are vaguely told that it's the first that did it. And then Buffy calls that into question and says, some big evil thing tells you that that's why you're back and you just believe it. So now am I supposed to believe Angel or am I supposed to believe Buffy? Or am I supposed to not fucking no. I don't know if you're supposed to know. I don't like that. Too many questions. You like things wrapped up in a bow. I mean, I don't necessarily need it wrapped up in a cute little bow, but I do need to have... If you're going to bring a fucking main character back from the dead, mm-hmm. I need answers. I, <laughs> I need an explanation as to why that's happening. Right. I can't just have a freak snowstorm. Bothers me. And also, friends, if you have not seen all of Buffy, this is going to be very spoilery, but I'm not going to get super into details, so it's fine. But the rules of the first... Oh. Yeah. yeah. The first, the way the first engages with Angel in this episode is not the way I know the first to behave. In this episode, the first is only around because the bringers are summoning it, and there are only three bringers. Right. Right off the bat, those are two things that are not true later. I am easily angered about the first and his nonsense. Yeah. Just saying. Friends, I did not put the first together in this episode with when we see them later. So, kudos to you. You have no answers for my pissed off feelings right now? Well, I still have those feelings. Yeah, that's fair. And I'm on a podcast and so I'm allowed to express them right now to all the listener. I also feel like if you're going to bring a character back from the dead, there needs to be significant consequences to that. When Buffy comes back from the dead, we get a new fucking vampire slayer. Mm -hmm. Big consequences. Angel comes back, he's feral for 20 minutes, and then we have a Christmas episode. Like, no. And you're in wrath. Yeah. Yeah, Cordelia's out skiing. 
I know. I kind of... I'm kind of surprised she's not in this more. Well, because I think at this point in the series, they're really having some difficulty because they don't know how to make Cordelia relevant anymore. Right. She's no longer dating Xander. And one of the main ways that they played Cordelia before was playing against the, I don't know what the vampire slayer is and I don't know what demons are. So now right. she knows. What's her point? What do you do? Yeah. Like, and we never really acknowledge this on the show. When somebody knows about vampires and demons and stuff and then doesn't hang out with Buffy anymore, they're like not helping to stop apocalypses that they know yeah. are coming. And shouldn't Buffy be worried that they're gonna say something to like their other friends yeah Buffy doesn't seem at all worried about that no from Cordelia or Oz even though Oz apparently is willing to tuck his tail between his legs and come back even though Willow's the one who did this shit <laughs> Xander I blame it on him <laughs> he definitely did some of the badness yeah so this is where Buffy learns that the bringers, is that what they're called? The bringers, yes. Nothing can grow above where they are or below where they are. Yes. And as we... Uh, Have seen at the beginning of the episode. Right, where Buffy and Joyce are shopping for the Christmas tree, and then this one spot, the Christmas tree is all are dead, that's where they are. That's where they're hidden, in a weird underground cave under this Christmas tree <laughs> farm? Is that yeah. an appropriate term? I've never bought a live tree. I've only ever bought in live trees. Oh no, my my mom's father was a fireman, and so we were uh, never allowed to have a live tree, ever. Like yeah, no. Thing. I grew up in New England, and we cut our own trees up, but I've never been to, like, a farm, like, where you just pick one out. I've always gone and, like, picked one out in the forest and cut it down with the saw. That seems like a lot of lumberjack nonsense. It was, except I just had to hold the top of the tree while my dad cut it down. How do you hold the top of the tree? I definitely had bigger trees than that. Well, like, you, like, cut it a little bit and then you tip it over, like, you push it. See, I just open up the box and then the best part, so have you ever done an artificial tree before? Yeah. So now, they're really nice because they're, like, umbrellas. You essentially just take them out and all the branches go, and it just becomes a tree. Pre-lit, you just hang shit on it and then move on. That's amazing. But when I was a kid, that's not how it went. It was a box and inside was just loose branches (laughs) and a stick. And the stick had color-coded things and you pull the branch out figure out how long it was and figure out what color it was and then put it on the corresponding color oh ring. And the problem was you didn't get rid of the tree every year, obviously. Right. So you saved it forever. So like over time, the colored marks on the branches would rub off and then you'd be like, fuck, is this a blue one or a purple one? I don't know. And you'd guess. And then your tree would have weird like tumors coming off of it because these real long branches would be in totally the wrong place. You need to light the whole thing yourself. It was all moving around. My mom used to individually wrap the branches. Because you could take them off and do yeah. it. Yeah. It was That's a mess. Smart. It was a mess, though. And then, but the cool thing about it was your tree was perfect. Like, it was the shape that you needed. True. It didn't leave shit everywhere. Yeah, that's fair. And depending on the year, if my mom was like, I don't really think we should do the whole tree, we would, like, leave off the bottom two rungs, and then it would be a, like, less full tree with more space for shit underneath it. Ah. Just saying. But I'm definitely a fake tree person. I ain't trying to accidentally let a squirrel in my house. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Squirrels. Angel's trying to kill himself. Yep, he's just gonna wait for the sun to rise. Buffy's gonna be here and be like, No, I love you, you idiot, you matter to me. Angel's gonna be like, But I want you, and I'd rather kill myself. Yeah, he actually says that he knows that sleeping with her will make him lose his soul, and he doesn't care. It's pretty serious. Those are fighting words. But of course, Buffy is no counselor and struggles to convince him not to kill himself. Yeah. But the only way that he doesn't die is that it fucking snows. It's a Christmas in miracle. California. And it 
doesn't get sunny all day. And he's able to walk around without the sunshine being a problem since there's snow. I like that there's still at least 10 minutes left and we have just summed this up real nice. Yeah, we just got there. We should take a look at the listener mail. Oh, yeah. Let's Let's do that. Let's distract ourselves from this train wreck. (laughs) Cannot deal with this shit. God, can I get this a four? (laughs) You give it whatever you think is appropriate. right. (laughs) Okay, so we got a message from Zulu. And was sending us a message regarding Revelations, the episode featuring the Glove of Michigan. Yes, Michigan. It says, uh, who or what is Minigan? So I thought it was a good chance to flex some research muscles. And there is no Minigan. He looked it up on the Buffy wiki and elsewhere, and the Glove is only thing with that name. Hmm. And we never get to find out what the backstory is. And considering that it's pretty much destroyed now, I guess we never will. Oh, sad so that's, that's sad. He also mentions that he had one of those banker's lamps with the green glass. Mm. So that's always super cool. For the Oreo that we ate that week, which was dark chocolate... Oh. He placed dark chocolate at one, two, three, fourth on his spot. Wow. And moved white fudge in the the rankings. So it was there was a lot of movement, movement going on. Cherry Cola still is at the bottom for him. Oh god. And cinnamon oh. bun is with me at the top. No. You know. No. Also, if I look at the ones he has at the bottom, I think all of the Pop Rocks ones are at the bottom. Yeah, as they should be. Cherry Cola and Fireworks were the two Pop Rocks ones, unless there's another one I don't know about, but I don't think so. Anything mint will always be at the very end. That's fair. Where would you put these, the love ones? I need to look at the list. Oh. Um, Did it rake above mint for you at least? Oh yeah. And above birthday cake, because that shit was gross. Oh, that was like, uh, that was really bad. That was so bad. Um, probably somewhere in the middle. Somewhere in the middle? Yeah. yeah they were rather obtrusive. Yeah. <laughs> He's not mad at you anymore since you finally posted that picture of the mouse door. I did! And he is sir, is appalled that neither of us have had Red Lobster before, yeah, but says the only reason to go to Red Lobster is their Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Well, we also grew up on a, near the East Coast. Yeah, like I could get lobster anytime I yeah. wanted. I didn't have to go Why? to a fast food place right. for it. Right. <laughs> Thing. Like, <laughs> I have had Cheddar Bay Biscuits, though, because we can make those at home now. They are quite good. Oh, just FYI. I really... I'm a fan of biscuits. Biscuits are good. Anytime. I mean, it's bread. What's wrong with bread? Right. Nothing. <laughs> bread is great. The, <laughs> then we have a message from India, mm-hmm. uh, also about Revelations, and Ooh. she says that she also likes the word severe as a description yeah. for the look of Gwendolyn Post. Oh, yeah. She says that Ellen has been producing shows and did stand-up again, so she has multiple reasons not to want to do the daily grind of a talk show. All right, fair. India's like her publicist now. She's got thoughts on that. I agree, though. I think she should give it up. She's like 60. Yeah. She looks fantastic. Take your money, raise llamas, whatever you gotta do. My God, I hope it's goats. Goats. That's fine. (laughs) She didn't like the intervention of Buffy. She definitely takes Buffy's side here. Didn't like them ganging up on her and never thought it would help the situation. That's That's because she's team... Angel. She's definitely Team Angel, but I also think that the intervention was a failed plan from the start, and you know why? Interventions don't work. (laughs) (laughs) Rather bleak. (laughs) I was going to say that it's because it was Xander's plan. Well, that's you. Xander had ulterior motives. She also says it was totally fun being on the podcast and hopes to come back. Yeah, We did enjoy having you here with us on The Wish. Yeah. This was the India, to those of you who were unaware. Let's see. Okay, so then we have a message, of course, from Omega. Yay! Omega writes us on our Facebook page. So the two messages came to our Google uh, JNL watches. This one comes to our Facebook that says, Dear Josh Prime and Jess Leah, how about those flashbacks of Angel with super rapey mustache? We My favorite already. <laughs> that mustache is a little rough. It's so bad. Why is Angel always have something having some sort of breakdown? Because he's weak. 
Yeah. And that's what makes him attractive. Mid-90s had a pattern. I don't know how to describe this properly, but they seem to use the same set direction and clip sequences for every sex flashback scene mm. in a show. You mean the close-ups of hands moving over silk sheets <laughs> and heavy panting? Yes, I am familiar with this pl- this plan. Oz's ability to be around Xander baffles me after everything that's gone down. We concur with that bullshittery. I agree. Oz says to Willow, how special we talk in regarding to her wanting to have a special night. Oh. Yeah. I think that that whole thing, Oz is so unbelievable. Why is it snowing in SoCal? This is a conflict resolution cop-out. Absolutely, it's a conflict resolution cop-out. So she has a question for us this week. Would you be offended if your partner told you they didn't want to have sex with you, or would the explanation Oz offered make you feel better? Okay, I have a follow-up question for Omega. Sure. Are we talking, like, before we've ever, like, had shenanigans? Well, they've never had shenanigans. Okay, so, so like, putting this in that context? Well, let's answer both. Okay. If we had an already established shenanigan, shenanigans were already happening. Okay, so if they're already going on. Yeah, I would probably be upset. If he was, like... I want it to be special. Yeah, I'd be Well, that makes sense, because we've already had, like, it's ridiculous. So let's just scratch that one. So the other side of the coin. Um, You're on a date with somebody. You have definitely expressed that you want to have sex with them because you have... I would be upset. Why? What's upsetting about that? I would would need more of an explanation. Okay. Like, it's just sex. (laughs) You also have to put this in context of being 17. Okay, fine. Fine. If I'm 17, maybe... But it's just like taking a walk. Like <laughs> There are very little things in common with taking a walk and having sex. Maybe you're walking wrong. <laughs> no, I'm worried you're walking wrong. It's just like riding a bike. <laughs> also not true. I get true. way less cardio on a bike. I have now destroyed Leah forever. The- <laughs> you should just answer the question. I'm just- I just... You've just been digging that (laughs) hole and climbing inside. I think that, again, I think that Oz's answer is perfect. Because of the timing of, like, what's been going on. In the sense of Oz only behaves perfectly. His response to catching Willow and Xander kissing is absurd for a 17-year-old boy. Yeah. For any human. Yeah. For any human. Cordelia's response... Makes sense. Yeah. I follow your logic, Cordelia. <laughs> he is so unbelievably fake. His, it's, it's upsetting. I enjoy the character. I do too. Seth Green does a great job. I wish that he was sad for more time. Or any time. Yeah. Any time at all. That'd be nice. Or like mad even. <laughs> yeah. Anger would yeah. be nice. A different Some emotion. emotion. If somebody came... Okay, so if I cheated on someone, uh-huh. and then Cordelia's had time to heal, right? So let's right. say it's been two, three weeks. I don't know how long it takes to heal from being impaled, so sure. maybe I'm wrong. But a short enough time that we've only been through two episodes. No. But that wasn't the question. The question was, how would I react if somebody said that to me? I think I'd be very touched, because it means somebody is scripting my boyfriend's... <laughs> <laughs> We clearly enjoyed this episode. Our ability to remain content neutral (laughs) has been stellar. What do you think of this episode, Leah? I think it's hot garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Tell Um, us what you really think. Don't sugarcoat it. I will. Um... It has negative 2% Christmas in it. By that, I mean it's just a lot of Christmas decorations. The best part is Joyce not inviting Giles. That was fun. To Christmas 
Eve dinner. It's just a, a continuation of the Buffy and Angel saga, and I've had enough of that with it being past season two. Yeah, we've also had, there was at least three different instances of the Buffy Angel theme played even slower. Right. The Buffy Angel theme is called Close Your Eyes, so if you want to go on YouTube and look it up, I had a really hard time finding the Willow and Xander theme. It's apparently not as popular of a theme, but Close Your Eyes is definitely out there. I have the CD of the musical episode, and it contains the Buffy Angel theme on there, which also makes no sense considering that theme is from four seasons previous at that point. But yeah, you also didn't do your rating. What's your rating of the episode? Oh, I'm sticking with my four. Sticking with a four. Four point zero. It's fun that Jenny Calendar is back, but it could have also been fun to see different characters in that role. If you're going to bring Jenny Calendar back, there are much more engaging ways to do that. Right. She's boring. The character is boring. Yeah, it's one note. Jenny Calendar is an engaging character with cool things going on, cool yeah. power. Like, just she was an interesting character. I know we have a lot of listeners that she's their favorite character on the show. I think the problem that I have with the portrayal, and this might actually be the actress's fault, but really it's the director, in this case, Joss Whedon's fault. She doesn't even seem to be playing Jenny anymore. No. She seems to be playing the first. And again, part of the joy of the first is that they aren't just an evil thing wearing a skin suit. Like, they seem like that person. They behave like that person. They act like that person. But yeah, I don't love that. I think there's much more engaging ways to have Jenny Calendar be back. Even just having other people see her. Even just having her behave like Jenny Calendar could be a thing. Like, I don't feel like I honestly can trust the first that that's the reason Angel's back. And in the episode that's supposed to explain why Angel's back, it's a problem if I end the episode not knowing why he's back. The miracle just seems ridiculous. Oz, we've already complained about quite a bit. The one thing that I would say is the high point of this episode is the character growth between Faith and Buffy. Mm-hmm. Buffy inviting Faith to the house. We didn't talk about this, but when Buffy has to run out and go save J- uh, Xander, Angel rather, she says to Faith, like, I promise when I come back, I'll tell you everything. They're like much closer moving forward. Yep. I think that all of that is cool. Did you read it? I haven't read it yet. Oh. I, four is very low for Buffy for me. I feel like I need to go that low. This would be an episode that I would skip if I had a choice. Yeah. And I know that I don't love Angel, and I know that we have listener, not just India, other people, who really love Angel, and so I don't want this to become like, let's rag on Angel all the time. As much as I dislike Angel, I can appreciate the character and what he does for the show. Yes. Because he does serve purpose for the narrative, but this episode, it just doesn't work for me. No. I apologize to the Angel fans out there. I know that we are open and vocal about our Angel distaste. Anyway, what is next week? Ooh! Next week, friends, we're watching season 3, episode 11, called Gingerbread. After Buffy's mother discovers two dead children marked with a symbol linked to the occult, she begins a campaign to rid Sunnydale of witches. Ooh, we're on a witch hunt. Yeah. A literal witch hunt. I wonder how Willa feels about this. I'm guessing she has some strong feels about yeah, it. Yeah, that's fair. This is going to be a transitional episode. So the amends aired on 12 1998 hmm? and Gingerbread aired on 1 So we have taken a month break. Man, and it's between a whole episodes. new year. Listen, friends, we hope that you have enjoyed this episode of JNL Watches. If you would like to leave us feedback, comments, questions, just want to say hello, please write us at JNL Watches, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Gmail. We love to hear from you and we want to read your messages to us on the podcast. So we please do, do that. 
I think it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Later, friends. Bye. I don't think that Hulu's ready, so... Fucking <laughs> Hulu, get it together, you shithole. You shithole. <clears throat> well, didn't they do a Dr. House episode where the cause of leprosy was uh, something with armadillos? That's why you gotta have a Operation Armadillo, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Dublin, 1838. Angel... Haunted by a bad guy. Jenny's back telling him he should kill Buffy. But he won't. Because he loves her? So he should kill himself. Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) This is my problem. She made out with Xander. I know. (laughs) I'm upset with myself. Because of how you're Willow? Yeah. We'll discuss, I'm sure. Okay. It's way too fast. Yeah. Because, like, if the she's dying from blood loss, he must be sucking real hard. I can't just start eating my hair. You gotta do it in a sexy way. No. And the way I to make... Flirty guys. To make anything look sexy is just to... Uh, there's two ways. There's the, like, half-closed, I'm sleepy, and then there's the eyes roll back. You have two choices, so it's... I'm honestly not sure which one that was. I think it was both. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the way that you do the flirty eyes yeah. is up and away. So it's a... <laughs> I mean, you don't need to look like there's a plane. It's eyes, no head, just... <laughs> You're not hunting for UFOs, Leah. <laughs> She just, just a shrug. Oh, yeah. she definitely knows the boob touch. I can't believe you didn't know about the boob touch. I didn't know about the boob touch.